Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to Dating KB. I hope you guys like this series because I see a lot of dating and relationship and sex advice out on the internet and I just don't understand so much of it and I think a lot of it comes from single men and women and not to say that single people don't know what they're talking about but specifically this one influencer that I don't I really like her, actually. I just think she gives terrible dating advice because she just gives really, really immature dating advice. And um, she doesn't seem to be somebody who can like... She's kind of like that person who's like, I've been to therapy, so I'm better and I know everything. And I really like her, actually, but I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, you are thinking too much. Like, it's just not vulnerable and it's not real. And I think that is why I wanted to do this series. I wanted to be open about my dating experiences. And I've already kind of tried to write a book about it because I have quite a few very funny stories. Um, But this one this the first few people were kind of like serious and it's because they were serious like my first kiss I was very very into and this first relationship I had was my first love and I was like obsessed at the time and I think these are like less funny stories because the funniness comes later but I at the time I just thought relationships were like the be all end all and I thought that I had to give my everything and I wasn't having like fun with it because I didn't really think men would like me because I thought I was this hideous beast of a person which is not true I was quite cute or you know not like to toot my own horn but I thought I was pretty cute looking back but I thought I was like disgusting and men would never like me so and part of that is just like I was not giving off the energy of like men date me and that's because I was not ready for any of that I was very very naive and I was like what is happening and moving to New Orleans at 18 having never kissed a boy I was like what the fuck are men this guy's hollering at me on the street that dude has said I had a fat ass like what is going on (laughs) you know so um ugh these two dudes I remember I I really am curious as how old the people who had yelled at me on the streets were because I would just like walk around being 18 looking young I didn't look old like I looked like a child and they would be like damn girl you got a fat ass and I would just be like ha ha I would just like giggle because I didn't know what to do and I also was kind of embarrassed like they were giving me attention so I was just laughing and I'm like what do you say to that I wasn't offended I just was like what like thank you like I assumed it's a compliment based off the tone and all these nice things um but I just didn't know how to process any of that so it was a weird I don't know I just was like I was a young person all of my first experiences I just was like what the fuck is going on and this is no different for my first relationship I didn't know what the hell I was doing And thankfully it happened very, um, like 
naturally. We started dating because my we had a mutual friend and he had posted a picture of me and his friend asked about me and we ended up all hanging out a couple times and then he asked me on a date. And at the time his I don't know if his knee was I think he like tore his meniscus or something I can't remember. He tore something falling off a ladder. So he was on crutches when I first met him. And I was not like initially attracted to him at all. Um he was fine, like sweet boy and fun, but like there was nothing sparking there. Um but I did go on a, the date because I was like, why not? Sure. And I was in this idea of, I was like in the mindset of like, sure, I'll go on a date with whoever will ask me. And that pretty much continued on, which I think leads to a lot of weird people. But it also leads to a lot of really nice, cool people that you wouldn't have expected. So that was my mindset. And we went out um, and we pretty much started dating like immediately because I was obsessed. I got that like dopamine hit of first time dating anybody and it was like full force after that so you know I was very much into all of that at the time yeah it was full force and I was like sucked in quick and we started hanging out like all the time and I remember the first time like he it was like our second or third date and he was like saying he was having a really bad day and I was like oh do you want to talk about it like and he's like oh it's not really like a phone conversation and I was like oh okay like want to hang out and it was already like I think I was already in bed or about to be in bed and so I ended up like driving over to his house and picking him up and we sat by the lake and we just like literally stayed up all night talking and that was kind of like what solidified our dating situation but I remember being like delirious because of lack of sleep but I also was like so into the idea that this boy liked me and we did have like really good talks like he was open and vulnerable and emotional and it was really nice and I don't think I had a lot of like open communication that was one thing that I will say my first boyfriend was very very communicative and open and I appreciate that and I think I was not that way at all but I had a lot of emotions um but I was very much like sucked up into his life and his world. And I think when you're a young, I think when you're a young person in general, it's pretty much like all about you. And I feel like young men, especially it's like all about me. It's the me show. And he also was not in college. He was like working every day. So he had to be more focused on his shit because he was finding jobs and working and figuring out how to move out and all this stuff. So um, just, we were in very, very different life positions and he was a great first relationship, honestly. And he was my first time, which I will delve more into on a different episode. But he was just like really, really sweet. And I got really good vibes from him. So we continued dating, even though like I wasn't super into him physically, like attracted to him at first. And these are like, I have a couple of points about like what I learned from my first relationship because we dated for almost two years. And it was a lot of like ups and downs. I think now I look back and think that I was like, I just was like mentally not in the best place. And I think so much of that was that I was not talking openly about my feelings. So this is my first point is talk openly. And I think if you're somebody, 
I come from a household where we're not vulnerable to each other at all. And we use jokes to deal with things. And if when we are vulnerable, it's like anger and that's it. We're just yelling at each other or we're stuffing it down, which is very much my parents, like yelling or shoving everything into their buttholes. And thankfully, therapy has taught me how to not do this as much. And my sister's a therapist and we've learned how to communicate more openly and vulnerably. Vulnerably? That's a hard word to say. You know, when you're when you're 19 or yeah I was 19 at the time I had no fucking idea how to openly communicate my feelings and this is something that has really helped me after this experience is like I learned how to be upfront really fast and it really like was quick to get rid of guys that sucked um I was open and ominous and I was like I like you you're either in or you're out or like you want to go on a date or you don't and thankfully like it very much pushed away a lot of shitty guys so um yeah like the the number one rule for me was like when you are dating in any relationship but in any relationship meaning like friends or family but especially with your partner the person that you're supposed to like rely on and like live a life with you have to be communicative you need to be vulnerable and really this does apply to any relationship work or friends or school or whatever any person in your life communicate because miscommunication is like 99 percent of my problems it's like somebody didn't hear this or it was through text or whatever and so people got fucking upset about something and this is this is totally what happens in so many relationships you need to openly communicate your feelings I remember when when I would stay at his house I'd sleep over at his house and I would be like bothered by something but I never wanted to like whine and I didn't want to complain and I didn't want to argue with him I thought arguing was like oh that's a sign of a bad relationship number two fighting is not a sign of a bad relationship but he would just be like passed out asleep next to me or falling asleep and I would just shake my foot because I had something to say and I wanted to talk and I would just sit there shaking my foot and I I feel like I thought at the time that he would ask me like why are you shaking your foot or stop doing that or say something but he literally never did and maybe sometimes he did I don't know but I was just like I was wanting to get his attention and I realized like these people cannot read your mind like if you have something to say you need to be open and vulnerable and hopefully if you're open and vulnerable they'll be open and vulnerable and he was really open and vulnerable so i don't know why i couldn't be you know and but i think it just made me feel like i was a failure or i was the problem and i didn't have a lot of self-worth and i was really codependent so this very much was my problem like i should have been open and honest i should have been talking about things that bothered me I should have and I there was so many things that bothered me because we were not the right match and it was not the right time and he was very very sweet and he was very very nice and I was like nice is so nice like I love this I want to be with this person but it was stupid and I lost my virginity to him which I don't like to say because I think when you lose your virginity you actually gain something but whatever I it was my first sexual partner and I think that made things even worse because I had a lot of sexual shame from religious stuff and I was like oh no like I can't break up with him because then I'm a whore 
or whatever stupid things I thought. I don't know. Shame can make you do crazy shit. And also the way to deal with shame is to speak your truths. And I could not do that. And I would just stay up all night shaking my goddamn foot. So don't be a foot shaker. Communicate. Communicate because it will make a world of a difference. I would rather over communicate now. I I state my needs. I state my when I need space. I say problems I'm having with them or with life. You know, you just got to over communicate, honestly, because if you're communicating too much, it's probably realistically not too much. You know? Although there is such a thing as like over talking things through. Sometimes you can just let things go, which is great. But I couldn't. If I couldn't let it go, and if you can't let something go, you need to talk about it. That's really the thing. Some of the other tips. Obviously, this one's so obvious. Like you have to respect each other because duh. I don't even know. I don't even know why I wrote this down. But I think a lot of people are in relationships where they do not respect each other and honestly I don't know if I respected my some of my previous partners in the way that I respect my current partner and it's because I just I think at some point I just was like well men are like candy like they're just fun and I'm just having fun and I didn't really give a shit about anything that was going on with them and that was because I was hurting and I was dealing with my own shit But respect is really, really important, especially when it comes to physical stuff. And it also you have to like respect that they have goals and dreams and you have to kind of like balance those things because it's a partnership and you have to balance each other's emotions and feelings. And if you don't respect both your own and theirs, then it's not going to work out. It's a very important thing to be respecting somebody. And respecting each other I don't even know like I thought respect was overrated I was like it's all about having fun like life is I'd rather people like me than respect me and that is the problem that was I've just I've literally just realized this as an adult that actually respect is so much more important than being liked and it's because like being liked I don't know it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's not going to get you what you need. Being liked is good. I think it's definitely a good thing. But when someone respects you, they're willing to give you more chances at a job or give you more leadership ability, like give you more responsibility. And if they respect you in a relationship, it means that they're like going to respect your opinions. And in this first relationship, I think Loki, he was a little sexist or whatever because he like what I realized later is that he would never take advice I gave him until a man gave him the same advice and maybe it wasn't a sexist thing like maybe it was just me but his dad was kind of like that his dad like his mom left his dad and his dad just like could not understand why and to me I was like I very much understand why because you're like very much caught up in your own shit and you only talk about yourself and you never talk about her or her feelings, or what she's going through, and he never talked about her, or her feelings, or what she's going through, he was always, like, caught up in his own shit, again, nice man, but he, I don't know, and this is just my opinion, you know, if you know these people, you might have a different opinion, but I think 
that I was starting to feel like an unimportant part of this person's life because like he didn't respect my opinions or take them seriously. It was more just like a yeah, 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 like fake listening, you know. And sometimes that's fine. Like sometimes I'm just blabbering on about something and Thomas is like, yeah, sure. But like if I'm having if I'm like trying to give advice or trying to like help you with something, then you need to like respect what I'm saying. You know, but I was giving a lot of unnecessary advice, I guess. And it shouldn't have been done. You know, wasn't my place. I was giving a lot of advice about shit that wasn't my place, but I didn't know that at the time. Although maybe it was my place because I was his partner, but whatever. I don't know. There, I just think mutual respect is really, really necessary. And that's how you have a partnership. And you have to respect them taking responsibilities for certain things. And you have to trust them to do that. So trust and respect. That's super, super, super fucking important. Okay, next. Do not get sucked into their butthole. And this is like a two-in-one because it's all about having boundaries and balance. Because in my first relationship, I get very, 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 very involved with his family and his life. Like I was going to his house multiple times a week, having dinner with his mom like at least once a week. I was like just up in it. And because I was in New Orleans and my family wasn't there he was not doing the same, you know? And it was just so easy to get absorbed in his life because he was very much focused on adult things and work and making money. And I was just like wanting to have fun because I was in college. And it was bad because like I didn't set the boundary of like, I need this this and this from you and my shit's important too and it was my first boyfriend so I think I was just like obsessive and I have some codependency issues so I was just like sucked up into this shit and it's bad it's so bad because I remember when we broke up feeling relieved like I was like oh I don't have to do anything And it's like, it's like when you quit a job, like you're doing all this shit and you're overworked and you're exhausted and then you quit and you feel fucking free. I felt free. I was devastated. I was so depressed. I was heartbroken. I felt so horrible about myself, but I also felt weirdly free. And that is a sign. I've had breakups since then and I have not felt that way. And that is good because that's a sign that I was like too sucked up in this shit and I was feeling a lot of responsibility and bad things and that wasn't good or right um so really just setting those boundaries and balancing each other's boundaries and respecting them and making sure that you're just not like fucking obsessed like hang out with your friends still try to balance hanging out I get that like it's like a fucking drug like when somebody likes you you're fucking obsessed your dopamine receptors are like popping off or whatever neuroscience is going on and you like want more of it it literally is a drug I get it but you have to try to balance that out with hanging with your friends hanging with your own stuff or at least if you're gonna have them around bring them with your friends you know because it does make sense like when you're older and you're living together, like your partner kind of gets invited to everything. You know, you have like a friend group of 
Like you'll have girls nights, but you, if you hang out with your friends, it like includes everybody's partners when you're older. But when you're young and you're not everyone has partners and you're all kind of like, we were sophomores in college, you know, we were like fucking around and all the girls would hang out. And I was just like very obsessed with like bringing my partner places and him going out with him all the time to his stuff. And I think that I was not good at balancing that. And my roommate was really upset about it at the time. And that wasn't great. So don't get sucked. Don't get sucked up into their world. Like it's too much. Create some boundaries. Balance it at least. Bring them to your stuff in your life. Keep on. Just keep holding on to your own life and your own own things. You know, like even my job. Like I got through one of his mom's friends and like stuff like that. Like everything was in his world, and that's fine. But it's not good. You know, it's not like. It gets too much. You want to have your own stuff going on because then if you break up, you have somebody to rely on, you know, like you have your own life and your own things and just having your own life is important in general. So balance and boundaries, baby. And the last one I have is that you have to trust your gut and to know when things are are or are not working. Because I've seen so many people go through relationships where they like can tell something's going on or can tell like the person is off and they're not trusting their gut. And when you're young, you don't know how to break up with somebody. So you just pull away or you start doing shady shit. And this is why girls will always call boys fuck boys and be mad at them. But I'm like, I'm sympathetic. It is hard to break up with somebody. And I at the time was really... I was like wanting to make it work no matter what. I was like, this needs to work. Like I, I lost my virginity to him. He's like so meaningful and like, I want to get married to him, blah, 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 blah. So I would have done anything to make it work at the time. But what I didn't realize is that it just wasn't working. I need, I needed to let it go. And it had nothing to do with him or me being bad people. It was just not the right time, you know? And on top of that, we were, we just weren't the right match. And I think you feel so devastated in a breakup. Like I felt so fucking bad when we broke up. I felt so unlovable, ugly, gross. My insecurity was at an all time high. And this is why people fuck random people, which is a bad idea. But you got to trust your gut. You got to know when it's not working and you got to know that it's okay to break up. It's not a failure. It's not, Like, you didn't fucking mess up. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Sometimes it just isn't the match. And it doesn't even say anything about you. Like, even if both of you were doing things wrong or causing problems or whatever, that's okay. Like, each relationship is a learning lesson. And when you're at that age, too, it doesn't need to, like, be the fucking be-all, end-all. Like, sometimes it is just fun and learning and testing it out, you know? And I would have like done anything to make it work. And I am glad that I'm stubborn enough that I was like, this person doesn't like me. I'm dipping. And I trusted my gut. I was talking to my mom and I was like, he's, I feel like he's pulling away, blah, 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 blah. And so I called him that day and like went over and was like, we need to end this because I was feeling really, really shitty about myself. And I had been for a couple months and I just couldn't do it anymore. So you have to trust your gut. Like if you know it's over or if you know the person's cheating on you or if you know something is awry, trust your gut and communicate it. 
And even if it's awry in that you just feel like things aren't working and you just want to like try to work it out, that's fine too. Like be like, hey, let's go to therapy or whatever. But I was like 20. Like I wasn't ready to do couples therapy or any of that shit. And I also, looking back, I'm like, I don't know how we ever dated because we were so different. And really, we only dated because he was really nice and I had a good time. But that is really the only reason we dated. Um, And it worked out for a while and I learned a lot. but, But it just... It wasn't the match, you know, and that is a hundred thousand million percent. Okay. There are plenty of people that I've loved and liked and I look back and I'm like, they would have been a bad match for me, like a life partner. It wouldn't have worked out. You know, I wanted to travel. I wanted to do stuff. And this person like wasn't really wanting to leave New Orleans. And I, we just had really different goals, you know, and we were also in very different places in our lives. And that is something that happens too is like you really love this person but it's just not the right timing you know and that's okay like sometimes you can push through you can make work you can figure it out but sometimes you know you just have to kind of give it up so you got to trust yourself it's really hard when you're young and it's your first time through everything I was naive as fuck I did not know how to talk to boys, relate to boys. I didn't know anything. I didn't have brothers. You know, I just was like so naive and excitable. And it was like a drug to me, like having somebody like me. So I definitely made every mistake in the book. And I was forcing things that didn't need to be forced. I wasn't communicating. I was not... I don't know. I just remember just being so relieved when we broke up, even though I was so, so, so devastated. Like I cried my ass off for weeks on the way to class and I cried all night and I had to watch TV to go to bed. Like I couldn't stop thinking about him because it was like, it really was like, I have never been a drug addict, but I have to assume it was kind of like, um, like quitting smoking or something because you're just like thinking about it constantly And it was, I mean, my brain was on some sort of dopamine kick. I lost a bunch of weight during that relationship, like 10 or 15 pounds. And it was like, it was literally because I wasn't eating and I was just obsessed and thinking about him all the time. And it was like a drug, honestly. And it's so funny because as an adult and looking through different eyes, I'm like, oh, this person is very sweet and I love him and I hope he's doing well. But I'm just like, how did we even date? Like, (laughs) we were not similar at all we didn't really have anything in common he didn't go to college he was working I was at school like I don't know what I don't know what either of us were thinking I guess we were just like attracted to each other I don't even know but it was a good relationship because it taught me a lot about stuff that I needed to learn about and he was a sweet guy and helped me deal with it and I think I could have had a really bad relationship with somebody who was douchey and not cool about all of it so I think nice was nice and nice was what I needed at the time but now that I'm older I'm like nice is overrated and really can't be the only thing that you hold your hat on you know in a relationship so these are my things I hope that You are not as naive as I was because hot damn.
I was like in, I swear, I feel like I was in this just like blurry state of chaos for a while. And then after we broke up, like I was just zoned out for a while. Like I was just, I was hooking up with boys and I was trying to date and it was all really bad ideas. And, oh God, I remember being like so zoned out. I used to like, I don't know what it was. Like maybe my brain just like broke or like was numbing itself because I was so sad, but I would just like drive the wrong way when I was like going to places and my friends would be like, you know, like you pass the turn and I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Our brains do crazy things to protect themselves. And after that, during that breakup, I was crazy. Like I cut it off completely and I didn't talk to him because I needed that. I couldn't have dealt with continuing to talk to him or his family um I remember him reaching out and like wanting to continue hooking up and stuff and I was like fuck no I never orgasmed during that relationship anyways why would I continue um but I was like hell no and like a month later I tried to like date and hang out again and it was bad I I went out with a lot of terrible questionable men but I was so insecure so insecure more insecure than I've ever been in my entire life and it makes me very very like empathetic towards women who feel shitty and insecure about themselves i'm like no wonder you're dating this trash human being who's like a drug addict and like a psychopath you know no wonder you're dating this shit human it's because you're insecure and i don't get it because so many people so many of these women that i love and even myself at the time like i took it personally this breakup and i didn't realize like it just wasn't the match like it has nothing to do with you you know And even if they say it does, like, even if a man now was like, fuck you, Kaylee, you're an ass. Even if Thomas said, Kaylee, you're a selfish bitch. I hate you. We're over. I am at this point in my life where I'm like, oh, I would be devastated because we have a life together and it would fuck up a lot of shit. But I know that in my heart of hearts, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to be a good person and be a good partner. So if a man said that to me now, I'd be like, no, that's just not true. Of course, I'd be devastated. Of course, my heart would hurt. Of course, I'd probably be insecure, but I wouldn't be like I was then. Like at that point, I was like, oh, I couldn't make it work. It's my fault. I suck. It was me, blah, 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 blah. And I hated him for making me feel that way. And, you know, thankfully, I had friends and I had, I like climbed my way out of that insecurity hole. Um, and honestly, that's kind of where my sex, second sexant, <laughs> that's where my second boyfriend came in because he helped me a lot with climbing out of that hole. And I appreciated him for that. And honestly, it wasn't his job to help me be an independent, strong, independent person again, but he really did it and he really helped me. And I very much appreciate for him, appreciate him for that that was not his job and I don't even think he was thinking of it that way I don't think he thought he did anything but I was like oh he actually helped me like myself again and people you shouldn't have to have a man or a person do that but sometimes it takes that you know and then eventually you learn to like yourself with or without a partner but miss codependent over here struggles with that so I'm like, I need other people to like me for me to like me. 
doesn't matter man woman or child like I want everyone to fucking love me and laugh at my jokes and think I'm hilarious so it's problematic but here we are in therapy well getting back into therapy I should say but yeah the dogs are barking oh bye love you bye